This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Thanks for checking out 90 for Chill, the podcast. Uh, this is your host, uh, Cat Bus Russ. And I don't really have any trigger warnings, I think, for this episode. I just have to let it be known that I'm going through, uh, well, just a tough time right now. Basically, I think I'm in the anger stage of grief over the uh, loss of the bastard cat Skimbleshanks, as I like to call him. And so I don't know how I'm going to really hold up, but I've got a couple of movies. They are a couple of tryhards, diehard knockoffs. So I guess I'm just going to try hard for Skimbleshanks. Bear with us and enjoy the show. Las Vegas where money can buy you anything and where the rich and powerful make sure you pay the price. We're on the top of the world now. We want to stay there. For ex-con Ray Mercer. Been waiting long? Four years. It was the right place. You're related. She's my wife. Ex-wife. At the wrong time. What is going on? It's a robbery. And when a high-stakes heist... So how much of my money is being dragged around the casino? $12 million. ...turns into a dirty double-cross. I do believe your boyfriend is ripping off his own casino. All I want to know is, are you in on it? Anyone who dares get in the way... We're walking into a trap. You know he had nothing to do with this. Do you have any idea who I am? ...can end up dead. I want my money! You're chasing the wrong guy, pal! Dennis Hopper, Peter Weller, Tia Carrera, Peter Coyote, Joe Pantoliano, and David Allen Greer. You know, the problem with being on top of the world, there's only room for one. Top of the World, rated R. From New Image Home Video, distributed exclusively by Trimark Home Video. So, the movie tonight was... Top of the World, a tryhard from 1997, starring uh, Peter Weller, Tia Carrar. Uh, geez, actually quite the um, cast of uh, somebodies you know, people easily recognized. Um, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, Joey Pants, Joey Pantoliano, Martin Cove, um, David Allen Greer. So it's a uh, film about... Peter Weller just getting out of prison, picked up by his wife, who's going to take him to Vegas for a quick divorce after the four years of no communication. And it turns out she's working in a casino and is actually in a relationship with the owner of the casino, Dennis Hopper. Second uh, in command to him is Joe Pataliano. And, of course, when... You know, this is all going down as he sneaks into the casino to play some games despite being a parolee. A robbery occurs, and uh, honestly, obviously, Dennis Hopper just wants to make him the fall man. So, somebody at the top is in on it, and then you eventually get the mob coming in, uh, headed by Peter Coyote as the butcher to try to make sure they get everybody gets their money who's supposed to have money. So it's a cat and mouse game for Peter Weller. It's a 
espionage, not espionage, um, you know, a inside job for Dennis Hopper. It's just a whole lot of craziness. In all honesty, the action in it is so cartoony that I'm surprised they just didn't think, oh, PG-13. Uh, it's directed by Sidney Fury of uh, Iron Eagle and Boyce Company C fame and Superman for the Quest for Peace infamy. Uh, so it's just a real silly movie, as I say. If David Gallen Greer's even getting some comic going on as a cop, um, and Martin Cove is having a is the goofy guy in a uh, robbery squad, it's just as I say, just so silly. I would have probably gone for the PG thirteen, as I said. Um, you know, yeah, there's a lot of violence, but you also have car chases inside the casino car chases from the casino it's it just moves so fast you just can't help but revel in the stupidity because it doesn't really ever feel like there's stakes um so i mean there's just no there's nothing behind the story it's just one straight action sequence in a sense and yet you just kind of it's just like it ends at hoover dam so it kind of is like all right we're gonna actually put diehard situation guy who's not supposed to be there uh to save the day and then we're gonna make it die hard with a vengeance by trying to figure out weird things he can do in a casino instead of you know just tough guy fighting off the bad guys so as i say it's just very silly um I'm not saying it's not fun. It's definitely something I'd love to see Rift Tracks try to get a hold of. Um, and you get some good stuff. Like, where else are you going to get Dennis Hopper and Joe Pataniano acting against each other? I don't know where. Yeah, I'm sure Google search will answer that. And I'm, Joey Pants has been in everything, so I'm sure it's happened before. But, hey, I'm just happy to find that. And that's worth the price of admission. It was on Tubi, so that price was free. Little Hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. And welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast. I am your host, at CatBusRuss, is what I'm known by, by my fellow podcasters. If you want to follow what I'm watching, you can do that on Letterboxd. The username is CMDarth, as in Cool Movies Darth, the handle that I tried to get over. As for your hands-free options you can ask your amazon echo or google nest device to play podcast by russ stevens and it should bring you to the show so as i finished recording that trigger warning section of my podcast ava decided to ava the queen kitty i should say decided to take a spot on my lap as i'm recording all of this so she knows i'm hurting she's a good kitty I don't know what she really thinks about uh, having the place to herself again. Yeah, she's treating me well, so at least I got that going. But that's also because we got a lot of wet food that we had when we were trying to nurse a little fluff ball back to health, and she gets to benefit all of that. Like on Red Dwarf, when Dave Lister was telling how he was trying to cope with his father's death and how he got a lot of treats and toys to help him with that he thought you know it would be cool if some other people died just so i get my lego set complete 
that might be her motivation but she is awesome and i'm glad she's still around it just really uh hurts with skimble shanks passing um i've had ava we've been together for going on 13 years now and skimble uh we got him when he was three and a half me and my uh ex ally from ally's accessory shop on etsy's trash feature review he was only about three and a half so had him him about five years and it kind of hurts just because i didn't think i'd have to say goodbye to him first and you know when i said i'm in the anger stage of uh grieving it's just basically it was all get up in the morning and head to work you can't take time off for a loved one who isn't your grandparents or your parents or brother or sister just brings me back to when Stacia passed uh gosh 19 years ago going on that and you know I had to get my shit together for my six hour shift at the gas station my little sister slash roommate take me out to cheer me up we were actually in champagne because of her ex-boyfriend, uh, boyfriend at the time, I should say, uh, was who she was going to seek, seek shelter with, and she kind of was just hurt that I had lost the first person I'd fallen in love with. So that's where I'm saying about the anger. It's like I couldn't... I needed the time for her, I and I definitely needed the time for Skim, but, you know, ah, people don't understand or are... F- Ooh, see, <laughs> our uh, society at least doesn't understand how important you know just having loved ones are and how they deserve respect. So Skimble Shanks, I'm sorry I can't provide you with that. And if anything, contact your congressman or congressperson. I'm sorry uh, to get that changed. We need a little federal legislation on that. Otherwise, um, as I said, doing a couple tryhards. The uh, recent review was for peter weller's top of the world which was fun you know as i said it's a train wreck but that's why it's fun trying to just keep things going i did recently like minutes ago finish rewatching buckaroo bonsai the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across the eighth dimension i think that one qualifies it all depends on how you feel about the credit uh, roll call in that so we'll have to consult the poetic critic about that but hey robocop qualifies we got a peter weller podcast if anybody wants to step up for that so you know try to be productive that's all i can really say um uh so yeah i'm hurting i really just i've been as i say i've just been trained to just keep moving on and i hate that and i got a lot of guilt like I've never really I like Ava is my first real pet. Sorry for all you goldfish. I ain't Aquaman. So when she's hurting, be it, you know, some kind of rash or she had bladder stones, it's kind of like, well, I know she's hurting. Skimble is like me. That's that's the worst thing about it. It's another kind of a soulmate little buddy. He was an extension of me, definitely. I always joke with Allie that she adopted him to replace me. So, but he got to uh, spend his last couple days with Allie. So, um, you know, I'm hoping she's still doing well. We're trying to 
figure a way to pay an homage to him honor you know he's gonna get cremated and i'd really love to go out all out for that little guy so not about to do a gofundme because uh recent experience with a former podcast guest you know it's not appreciated if you i guess if you bug him um i suppose so i um this guy this um yes he had a gofundme to help him move again and i did my best and then what i could offer hoping 19 people can step up to do the same and as a result i've been blocked on all social medias over that so you know it's uh just a weird screwed up world (laughs) and i didn't need to lose skimble on top of that you try to help and some people don't want it that way and you know what i'll acknowledge i'm like that too at times so i guess i shouldn't be too miffed but as i say i'm in that anger stage right now it's just good to talk into this mic and just let it all out i suppose obviously it's not all out but I'm just doing my best to cope, and thank you very much for listening to that. Um, With that said, then, I think we should probably get on to the next movie. And it's another tryhard, as they say. The movie is called Cyberjack. If you want to find it on Tubi, you're looking for Virtual Assassin. Uh, One name kind of works. The name that you're going to find it streaming does not. So, but it's one if it if you want something that really took the pages out of the D'Souza screenplay for Die Hard and even tries its best to hit those beats just with a futuristic twist this one might be for you is it good no but again as long as they're fun any try hard is worth your time i suppose so with no further ado well i shouldn't say that i got my pl- plugs of course if you want to help the podcast out i would just appreciate guests so if you've got a movie a theme a director an actor and if you just want to focus on sub 100 minute movies i think we can come up with a slice of fried gold just send an email to rustofus07 at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-07 at gmail.com or contact me on my social medias at catbusrus on twitter and Bear with me at Russ Stevens at Mastodon.social if you want to find me on Mastodon. And the next best thing you can do is help is rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Five star, preferably to help that algorithm out. I don't care how honest you are in the critique, but a show you thought this was worth the time with those five stars. And again, if you want to talk trash about the podcast, you could also do that on my Twitter account. That's more fun than dealing with right-wing trolls who are definitely going to get the better of my restraint at some point thank you elon you know i i said it's a tough time for me uh with skimble passing and it brings me back to well this is like the second best friend i've lost and i'm not gonna see again had friends walk out of my life before sometimes just sometimes unjust sometimes the same friend doing both things but there's always hope hey we'll meet again don't know you know that song lyric so um but when you lose somebody for the end of it all 
I, I, I just don't know really how to bounce back from that. I just um, kept rolling with the punches uh, when Stacia passed, and that's a literal s- statement. Uh, and I don't have anybody to punch me right now. Unle- hey, Booker's out there. I can go three minutes. I can get squashed. Do it for Skimble Shanks. But it does remind me, though, that I guess I'm going to be around. Now I just got two guardians, um, be it Stacia, Marie Harden. I hope she cuddles the fudge out of Skimble Shanks. Just going to have to keep doing it for them. They deserve all the respect in the world, and I'm going to do my damnedest to provide that to them. Hey, I'm sorry for the downer this week. If you um, have any kind of problems and you need somebody to listen to them i do my best just to listen get a hold of me so thanks for coming to the 90 for chill the podcast and enjoy our closing review cyberjack the latest in high technology and they want it Is it really going that fast? You ain't got no place to go, pal. He couldn't forget his past. Do I just wish you'd go back in time and do things differently? Every day. But the ultimate computer virus would determine his future. Suppose it happens again. Suppose our virus gets out and decides not to come back next time. Your father assures me it's locked up. Nothing would stop them from possessing it. Dr. Royce, I presume. Johnny? But if one man possessed a super virus, and with a single phone call could disrupt the entire matrix, indeed create instantaneous global chaos, Then you would have to reckon with this man, would you not? A world of computers now controlled by the will of one man. After tonight, God will be lucky if I even return his phone call. Have you activated the intrusion system? Done deal, coach. Ain't nobody coming in, ain't nothing going out. Cyberjack. Starring Michael Dudikoff as Nick James, 
Ryan James as Nassim, Suki Kaiser as Alex, and John Cuthbert as Devon. Officer James. Welcome back. Cybercheck. High-tech thieves of the future. Coming soon. And I've just concluded watching Virtual Assassins is what it's called on Tubi, so it's a nice way to put it the V behind the U and under Siege for our tryhard series. But I believe the more commonly known title for this feature is Cyberjack, which is uh, almost very much a shot by, not shot by shot remake, but beat by beat remake of Die Hard. This takes place in the not so distant future where a company has created a biological computer virus, which is supposed to basically give the virus an actual brain, hence it can be used to, as for diagnostics, security checks, what have you. And of course, somebody evil wants it, and a little more ambitious than, say, your Hans Gruber, uh, portrayed excellently by Alan Rickman. This is uh, Nassim, so we have an Arab-sounding name played by Brian... Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to restart this video. <laughs> Hold on. Pardon that little brief intermission. Uh, Brian James, uh, best known as probably the tough, um, you know, uh, simulant from... Um, I'm sorry, I'm really messing up all my sci-fi stuff. Basically, Wake Up, It's Time to Die was his premiere line from Blade Runner. So he was a henchman to replicant, that's the term. Uh, but he's a henchman to um, Rutger Hauer. Really a lot of lost words. Sorry, I just had my uh, one of my cats pass today. So pardon me uh, if I'm not on my game. So, all right, two minutes in. We just got the premise. So his adversary, the McLean in this case, and again, lots of similar shots. They have their elevator explosion shot. You have um, a lot of air duct work. So it really winks at the audience in regards to that. Um, oh, yeah, this is a diehard knockoff. So uh, Michael Dudikoff, the American ninja, is responsible for saving... Uh, the world in this case, but it starts as him being a disgraced cop who's drinking himself to death after Nassim went and murdered his partner and he holds himself to blame. You know, your classic take the shot bit. And he's ended up as a janitor in this uh, computer company. And in turn, he... Um, is stuck in the building because he's running away from his bookies and a, one of the security guys said, oh yeah, you can just crash here. So that's that's the plot. And to say it hits out all the beats of Die Hard, I really think this is something that, say, your um, director crew, I think it's uh, Stawaski, I know he was um, Keanu Reeves' stunt person, but, but basically, they're the guys who originally did the Deadpool movies. And this is something I think you could actually take the story and put it into that, punch up the script a little better, and boom. 
Um, points off for this movie having this fake team beat my cubbies. But I digress. Um, the acting, Brian James does this thing we associate with Tom Hardy now, where he has to give every character a unique voice. Um, this is like, say, you know, he doesn't sound like you would think his regular voice would be, say, the his role in the fifth element as the uh, colonel or, of course, uh, Blade Runner or Highlander the series. So but this one, he's kind of trying to mix in a little bit of a snooty accent. Not quite British. Like, let's just go with. Oh, um, uh, the guy who played Frazier, Kelsey Grammer. And. And then you go and think of Tango and Cash, and he's the Brit and does a real bad Cockney accent. I mean, a fun Cockney accent, which just makes me presume it's bad. So, uh, so Brian James is fun. Michael Dudikoff is pretty solid in his performance. Otherwise, there's no real um, other people to care about in the script. Uh, you have some stereotypical characters like... Um, no, oh, and there's some other, but there are some good concepts. Like there's a character who can't feel pain, um, portrayed by I think guys you just associate with uh, Jackie Chan's stunt crew. So that tells you where the acting falls short because it's mostly stuntmen. Um, and there's some great visuals, and then there's just like I would say, basically they want to prove that oh now transit is in the sky, so we have sky buses, and we um and i'd say playstation one era graphics this was 1995 but honestly not too bad but then once you get onto the ground outside of the sky it's all just uh very much like another movie i like firepower so this was fun it's just like and it's got a lot of potential firepower was a gary daniels ultimate warrior movie which i'll probably cover soon um so yeah, it's not a, this is more of like a nice, nice piece of history, a good blueprint of stuff we can work with. I'm sure it can't cost that much to get the uh, script or the premise from this copyright rise. So, and never mind, as they say, I found this movie as vir a virtual assassin, which is really silly. There's some virtual reality, but not a lot of assassin elements. Um, and I would just say virtual reality holograms, um, and Cyberjack is more fitting, but we don't really define what a Cyberjack is. So honestly, how did this get made? Could have a lot of fun with this one, I think. I mean, it might come off as dull, but if you just focus on finding the diehard beats, it's a bit of fun. Can I hear a wahoo?